Welcome to the Avance Podcast. I'm Dan. I'm Nick. I hear some clicking. And we definitely recorded this not last night. <laughs> <laughs> we were waiting for Carl. Yeah, absolutely. We were waiting for Carl. Hi, Carl. Hello. How are you? I'm good. Good to see you, buddy. It's nice good. to have our Englishman yeah, in Seattle. Absolutely. Uh, the back on the show. It's Boston. It's Boston, eh? Boston. <laughs> How you, you doing, fellas? I mean, look at yeah. you, man. We, last time we talked to you, you were... You were all around the country taking photos. You, you got a little bit of downtime, and you're heading off to Daytona here pretty soon? Or yeah, no? off to the Rolex 24. On, oh, uh, I've been upgraded. Sorry. I'm sorry. I've You've been, been upgraded? Yeah. What are you, like, the so, executive? Uh, my media pass got upgraded. I need to buy a fire suit. Oh. Oh. oh so okay. I go over the wall. Yeah. Okay. So I, you I, haven't I, been just climbing over the wall no matter what? No, they, oh. you have to wear a helmet and a fire suit to get over the wall, and um, now I've earned my stripes. And that's I, where they lose me because they couldn't find a helmet. But I, yeah. wasn't, I wasn't a dick last year. They're going to let me over the wall. <laughs> so so um, i got to go buy a fire suit. So maybe the, Have you ever bought a fire suit? A hundred years ago. hundred years ago. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I mean, if, if our listeners don't know, you used to used to co rally. I used to sit in the yeah well, co-pilot. The, the left seat or the yeah, right, right seat, seat here. Yeah. yeah. So I used you to had read, a fire suit then. I used to read the pace notes through a potty. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> I see. Okay. It's a little light. Check okay. Like yeah. a, you stare through it. Yeah, yeah. But back, back, but back in the like the 30s and 40s when you did it, there were stopwatches, right? You had yeah. To, okay. Yeah. So it, it was yeah. very analog. <laughs> had a very analog. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> but you're well. I'm glad to see yeah, you. It's yeah. It's been good in this studio. So that's yeah. pretty cool. It, um, and yeah. uh, the shop. Yeah, I yeah. think I've been hearing Dan rabbiting on every issue, like you know, just watch, you know, listening to the different stages. So I thought it was about time I came along and yeah. saw what's going I'm, on. The only time I hear from Carl is usually like, "Hey, I'm at the what's the name of the bar? Open your new local. Yeah, yeah. Saints, Saints, Saints and Scholars. Scholars. Saints and Scholars. He's like, I'm at Saints and Scholars. You want to come down? I live a block away from it. Yeah. And this last time, I I was really sad. Like I said, I was in Bellevue the last time you you messaged me. But um, yeah, if uh, by now you've seen the online post, we had a we had a little bit of a, an Avance Christmas party that for those of us that were around here. But uh, yeah, shout was, out to them at Saints and Scholars if you're local in the Seattle yeah. area. By the way, go check them out. That is a not just really good food a beautiful setting too yeah. they've done yeah. an amazing job of that place and they, oh, they, they know all the dirt fish people they know all the Avance oh people. yeah dirt fish were there right josh was in there josh yeah. Was there yeah <laughs> it was pretty good so um and and i want to thank uh, chrissy for putting that on like i said it was, was just a, a sort of a grab a beer with a with your fellow Avance members that were here so you know yeah. it was fun and Adam yeah. bought and a little I, bit of swag. I know, yeah. I know. Bought some I mean, swag. Can you believe you, it? It was the first time I actually, and it, it's funny because everybody, everybody tells us like, "Oh, you work for Avance, you get all the cool stuff." Like we do. I mean, I don't want to say yeah. that, but like, um, we usually yeah. get it last though. Yeah, we get it last. <laughs> like uh, uh, Adam and and Chrissy got us the, the the pins from this episode, this episode, this issue of the magazine, which is the uh, what is it? It's an uh, volume four, issue two, and it's an alpha. It's an alpha, and. I think this is so cool. And it's funny because I was telling you, like, uh, um, these things are really coveted. Like, people oh, really, yeah. like, they, they when they did the 959 pin, like, even Dan and I don't have it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, so if you have one, um, come talk to me. Um, I would love to have that pin. So you, you have one, though, don't you? I or, do. It's, or, it's going to be like issue one of the magazine. It's going to become a unicorn, right? And uh, people. I don't have that either. <laughs> Not, <laughs> I, gave, I gave that away in the beginning thinking there would be plenty of them. I mean, I thought we were gonna, you were gonna be successful with the magazine, but um, that was insane. And I got to get issue two. If uh, actually, if I would have put that out there, if anybody has an issue two, I don't have it. And that was the one issue that when Dan and I first got together, like, and we did an article with the Subaru stuff, and it was a lot of fun. I think it's issue two, wasn't it? I think it's volume one, issue two. Volume yeah. one, issue two. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and then we went so, up Stampede Pass. That was fun. Yeah, Ish. that was a good one. <laughs> I haven't been up there in a while. Yeah, yeah. They I were just, just saying, looking at all these magazine covers, they don't know. If bring back some memories all the different 
different shoots that we did and uh what's what's the record right now we think uh, we were talking about this we think uh, how many uh, as far as car brands and, and countries um oh the, the competition yeah. yeah i mean we're up to like 14 issues now when and 13 different brands yeah but because you over you overlapped with a couple of Porsches. Yeah, we had to put a Singer and a nine five nine. Well, that's. <laughs> I feel like they're both cover worthy to say the least. Yeah. yeah. Do you? Ha- I mean, I know this is. A, do you have a favorite? Like a favorite cover? Like, or do you? I, I the, there's reasons why they favorite. Yeah. Just the the minis on Deception Bridge. Yeah. Is a favorite just because of the execution. That that's that my took. favorite setting by far. Yeah. yeah. To, to get on a Saturday afternoon to get twelve minis in that shot with a drone. And mm-hmm. no other car on the bridge was pretty epic. I mean, timing. there was a, yeah. there was radios going on. There was timing. There was um, unofficial roadblocks going on. Unofficial, <laughs> yeah. of course. Yeah, and uh, allegedly, allegedly, yeah. And we got the shot and uh, in one take as well. So we we thought we may have to go back and do it again. But that, from an execution standpoint, from a vision into execution, that was pretty pretty epic. The other funny one is the Lamborghini with Matt Farah because yeah. that was totally unplanned, the opposite. Actually, we, we know a little bit about that. Like, I remember you talking about yeah. it. Yeah. So we'd been out for the day with Matt and Zach. We'd been up on the canyons in the Lamborghini. Um, what's the last one? The one that Alan got? Um, the Ultima. The Ultima, yeah. And he was testing the Ultima that day. And we went up and we went up to... Um, where do they all meet up on Angel's Crest Highway? You know. Well, they don't allow me in California. I know the place you're talking yeah. about. The uh, diner? Yeah. 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 We went all the way up there and we spent some time with Matt. We went in his studio. It was great fun. And then we said, let's go for coffee and get the Lambo out. And literally, we just drove around to a coffee shop to finish the day. And I hung out the back of like this Kia Forte rental car that, that Adam was driving, hung the camera out and got the shot. And it just worked as a cover. So that was totally unplanned, whereas the, the Mini was a lot of planning. Um, so those are probably the two favorites for, for those different reasons. I mean, I'm a British guy. So the, Jag, the, uh, vol- the Volume 2, uh, Issue 1, the XJ220, I think that's just... Yeah, that, that that's was... a car that... No, I mean, even I car. didn't even know existed in Seattle. So that was pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, and that was so, a good one because there's a story behind all of these because, you know, when we looked at that, it was very intentional that we wanted a red brick building as a backdrop to the green XJ220, almost to mimic, mimic an English stately home. And we said, where are you going to get a red brick building like that? And we had a couple of hotels try and charge us $1,000 to do a photo shoot. And then Mike Malone, who owns the hotel, come on down. And he was a great host. And um, That's awesome. We, he cleared the car park for us, and we did a great shoot. That's a Daniel Piker one. So uh, um, we missed Daniel on the magazine, but you know he's moved on to Pastures New down south now. Working hard. Working yeah. hard. How are you, Dan? Oh, pretty good. Uh, recovering. <laughs> recovering. My my vacation didn't go as planned. Uh, I hurt my back being old and doing lifting things, and uh, ended up on my back for like a week. Basically. I'm laughing with you, even though you're not laughing. I know you've done the uh, same yeah, thing. Exactly, yeah. It's just yeah, yeah. it's it, I'm much better now, but uh, yeah, that was a whole to the doctors the whole nine kind of didn't thing. Didn't quite enjoy your vacation as much as you'd like, huh? No, I yeah. pretty much just laid there for like a week because I couldn't do much else, and so that was just annoying. <laughs> I feel a little bad. That's kind of what I did with my vacation, but my back didn't hurt. So, yeah. you know, I sort of relaxed. I had a lot of plans so, yeah. for the shop yeah. here. Uh, I started some before you guys even showed up tonight doing some wiring, but it's just like even the like smallest things I couldn't do. So 
Uh, like, little things that tweak you, right? Yeah. 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 So yeah. other than that, they were, I mean, it was, it, it was still a great little, you know, quality time with the dog good. and good. girlfriend. Quality time. <laughs> I, like, I like that order, Dan. <laughs> quality time with the dog and the girlfriend. Fair enough. Fair you, enough. I feel you, like she you, would say you, the you same thing. Well, I know. I, I know. She'd be quality time with the dog and Dan. So, yeah. 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 Fair enough. Yeah. You definitely recovered well then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm watching the body language. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's been, I mean, we got a new year. Um, 2024. I'm laughing at everybody on the uh, on Facebook and, and Instagram saying I already screwed up 2024. 2025 is going to be my year. year. Yeah. So um, uh, it was. Uh, you know, I, I I I in true old man fashion, I celebrated New Year's Eve at nine o'clock. Uh, you know, oh, we watched TV. It was great. Did you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Take out. Watch TV. It's a big it, night it was, for well, us. You know. Hey, that's that's <laughs> the way you got to do very it. Long, so we're like, oh yeah, kiss at midnight. Yeah, exactly. Great. <laughs> Did you see the fireworks or lack of because of the the smoke. You I know, made my own. I didn't. Um, I heard a little bit of it, but we uh, we watched the the drones over um, the Space Needle. That was kind of cool. Yeah. Oh, like they did a big drone presentation, and, and it was kind of cool. But, um, yeah, like I said, we, we did the, six, the 9 o'clock thing and then just kind of went home. And then, like, was, for some reason, after having a giant meal, I got hungry again. So I stayed up. And then, you know, I think I was, I was asleep by 12.01. So, you know, <laughs> the way it goes. So, yeah, the way it is. But... Uh, uh. I've been I've been staring at my garage because it's like it's it's completely organized like everything is swept. I'm not really touching anything because power it's wash been, the backside. That you got to insulate that. Power. That did not go well. Power wash so, the what? Sorry. So, the last person that um had I so as as you know I live up in uh, Snoqualmie and the last person that had my garage either was housing uh, like millions of spiders in their garage or something, but like the the bottom two panels looked like it was like mold or it was just like and so. I got permission from my landlord and I was like, I'm going to power wash the inside of my garage. And the problem I didn't think about was my garage is flat. Ah, and so, I mean, then, and also with those panels, there's cups on the bottom of them that hold all the water mm. that I thought I had gotten out till I rolled up the door and then all the water poured down on me. My huh. bad. Um, <laughs> I got a little bit done. It didn't, it didn't, I think, I think I won't be probably getting the black lung anymore, but it was, yeah. um, it kind of worked, you know. We'll just get, get some foam board insulation like I've got and slot it in there. Good to go. That's what I think. You know, yeah. the funny thing is, um, uh, the, the little old lady that lives below me, and, and this doesn't make sense, but my garage backs up to her, and I think she cranks, he cranks her heat up all year round. Um, lovely, lovely lo- lady. My garage stays so warm. Like, I did all that, and I was like, oh, I've got all this water on the floor. You know what you should should do? Put some ducks in. Save your fortune. There we go. Right there. Well, the thing about it is, all the water on the floor, I didn't have a squeegee. I was like, I'm just going to close it. I'll I'll deal with it later. Came down like two hours later, water was gone. I was like, (laughs) okay, well, that works. So, I mean, it... uh, it was funny because I had, you know, every, we all have that one neighbor that, you know, wants to follow the rules. And she saw that I had a power wash and she's like, you know, you're not allowed to wash anything here. Again, this is why I went and got permission first because mm-hmm. I know I'm, and I was this close from washing my car had she not come up and seen me like I was about, so I would have broken the rules. But um, yeah, it was just, yeah, bite me, Karen. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Why can't you wash it? Is that because of detergent running in the drain? Yeah, I mean, even yeah. though I, I, we all, I mean, I always use good Griot's products and stuff like that and, and, and stuff that's not bad for the environment. They don't like you to, especially in apartment complexes and things like that. And like, I'm also the guy that if I'm washing my car and then somebody comes up and makes a joke, like, are you going to wash mine next? I would. <laughs> like, and, then, and there could be a right? whole line of yeah. cars. So, um, that's funny. I don't know what it is actually. It's Carl. I think it. I it think is. it's to save the salmon and things like yeah, that. We but, can't have um, any any wastewater runoff here. I'm like, it rains. You know, speaking of, of washing, um, 
and I and I can't, I don't know why, but I'm really excited. Grios just came out with car wash pods. Yeah, they have, that's awesome. They're car wash pods, and it's one pod. You throw it in the bucket, and that's all. It's it's all pre measured. Everything's done. Yep, I'm right there with you. I thought you knew. I'm sorry. No, I love oh, this. Absolutely, yeah. Thanks, Grios. Yeah. yeah, so pre-measured, it's ready to go. You can even pot it into the, the foam washers and things like that. So, yep. That's awesome. All right. So, yeah, again, a partner of Avance and, yeah, and a good friend of ours. Let's so. check that out because I, I never measure they, out correctly. I, they, I just I think no. they released them. Yes, They released them at SEMA. But I think they're actually on the website now. Like you can get them, and I think it's yeah. So do they have small, medium, large? No, I mean it's 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 measured for you know if you have the the classic Griot's red bucket. Oh you know, yeah, yeah. super measured. concentrated car wash. There pods. you go, eighteen, 18 pods, pods yeah. for nineteen ninety nine. That's less. That's just like a I know hair over is, a dollar a car wash. This is the, I know this is the uh, world we live in, but don't eat them, people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it looks like Dan's already online yeah, ordering some. There you go, nineteen. Yeah. Oh no, I'm gonna go down yeah. and pick some up. Yeah. Uh, so we'll, we have the you know speaking of which, I'm just gonna reverse this a little bit yeah. because we have an event at Grios that you will hear about uh not that one uh, not, that on. one. <laughs> not that one it's the caffeine and gasoline rally car day so our friends at Dirtfish, uh avance and you should be there this saturday at Grios garage in tacoma saturday january 6th 8 to 10 a.m yeah i think there's gonna be a few special cars there as well i have heard that from yeah what i've heard do you know some inside information sir no no oh, okay. no does yeah. allegedly <laughs> allegedly allegedly Hey, Josie, yeah, so speaking of Josie. Speaking of Dirtfish and all that, that last article with with the Remmers in the last uh, episode was amazing. Oh, thank you. I've had so many comments on that. And Simon, who was over in the UK, who shot that, did did an awesome job. He did. Yeah, it was great. Um, Uh, Josie messaged me the other day. She's going to come on the show pretty soon. We're just going to have her on maybe one of our shop talks, sit down in the the studio. She wants to talk about Women's Month coming up. (laughs) Yeah, I guess it's Women's Month, but it's the Women's Women in Motorsports Summit coming up uh, March 2nd. Yeah. Absolutely. I look forward to that every year. Same here. I actually what? rescheduled my trip to Arizona <laughs> because okay. of it. Yes. So, Josie, when you listen to this, I rescheduled an entire trip for you. Yeah. You're welcome because it's if, a big deal. If you don't remember us talking about it last year, there was a very special guest there. Um, my heart's still beating. Your heart. I mean, I've never seen Dan Bastard. fanboy ever. Like, ever it fanboy. Was fu- it was funny. It w- I mean, like, truly... Like they came to giddy. us and they're like, well, one of one of you can go in. Go on. One of you can say, go into say, the, the say private. Say a name, Dan. Say yeah, a name. Say Michelle Mouton. Michelle Mouton. Mouton. Oh. <laughs> they came <laughs> to us and they're like, nom, one, nom. Of, one of you can go in there and we got a private like thing. And Dan looks at me like, can I go? And I'm like, hell yeah, you go. I'm not going to go. And they're like, I don't know what to ask her. Like ever since I've met Dan, Michelle Mouton has been his. Oh yeah, she's, hero. Yeah. Like I mean, and she's my motorsports hero. If you weren't there last year, and she's it was amazing. The best interview to watch her talk to people because somebody made the 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 mistake of asking her like what was it like to race against men and she goes i didn't realize there were men i just raced i was racing the car like yeah i'm racing a car (laughs) i put that a little more politically than she did but uh yeah yeah (laughs) so it was really it was awesome i was was on a loose end over the holidays and i watched a few group b youtube videos that she was in and some of the some of the spectators were just like standing right in front of the car as they hurtle down there. Yeah. And it's just like those were the glory days, weren't they? I mean, Michelle Mouton, the way she wrestled that Audi. Yeah. yeah. I mean, oh, if you had to have a story, the- like, I got run over by Michelle Mouton, like, come on. You yeah. know, <laughs> Dan's like, is that an option? <laughs> 
Take what I can get. Oh, <laughs> the one thing I regret, and 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 you know this, is the fact that Lego came out with a, a version of her car. Yeah, I have it. And I did not take it with me to get it signed. That was oh, my yeah, that's one right, regret. that's right. So, yeah. yeah, there was a so, few of those. It's a small, it's not a large one. No, no, no it's, it's the Speed Champions, but it, yeah. I mean, and it's, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I, I have a photograph of someone, of her signing that for someone, hmm. and it was like, uh, yeah. Yeah. I have that box right there has the autograph picture from Michelle in it. That's going uh-huh. up on the wall in here. That's That'll probably go like right here. Like, a, like some people will have like, you know, Jesus or something. I'm going to make Michelle Mouton. That is, that's, <laughs> Michelle's your Jesus. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Josie set a high bar. Yes. Yes, she did. She set a very high bar. And I know she has some amazing guests this year they, as well. I mean, so. and I don't want to take away from anybody from last year. Like everybody was amazing. Yeah. Um, the panel was wonderful. Um, Sarah Price was there and, and she's off in Dakar yeah. right now. Is she? Yeah. <sighs> Sarah. If you listen to this, we've Go. tried so hard to have you on the show, and you've been the last time she canceled on us because of Ford, because Ford called her and wanted to do a special commercial. <laughs> yeah, I think we'd be special, right? No. Yeah, I'm trying to think. She hasn't oh. updated yet. Yeah, so but very yeah, cool. She's posting a bunch of stuff on her. So Sarah Price MX, check out Sarah. She's a friend and, and an amazing competitor, yeah. and she's racing to car this year, which is pretty badass. Pretty cool, to say the least. Pretty cool. <laughs> So, anyway. Dan, do you have a, some type of tip for us this week? I do. Okay. Uh, after talking about squashing my nuts last week. Yeah, that was epic. <laughs> that was kind of epic, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Somebody messaged me about that. What? Yeah, oh, okay. in a good way. Okay. And said, you forgot to talk about the other kind of squash nuts, <laughs> which he's, made he's, me laugh. He's, they're not wrong. Because yeah. they said when you're, and I'm just going to add this onto this for more, for more information about squashing your nuts. Um, if you're going into plastic or a very soft material, and I don't mean soft like aluminum, like metal, I mean a very soft material, you need to use not a rib nut, you need to use a well nut. Mm. So when we see these the most commonly, probably on motorcycle windscreen fairings, and that is a metal nut insert in rubber. And as yeah, you tighten it, it kind expands. Yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. And so somebody said, hey, if you've got rib nuts around, just because you have shop supplies, you should also have well nuts. Because if you're ever going into plastic, you will need that. Yeah. I was like, that is a very good point. And I feel like my tip was incomplete by not talking about the full spectrum of squash nuts. Keep your nuts well. Yeah, yeah. well nuts. Well yeah, nuts. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um, and yeah, you can actually, if you're looking for well nuts, uh, they're by far cheapest in bulk on Amazon. Um there's a catch. Uh, so I oddly have a that lot of, ex- is. I have a lot of experience with well nuts actually, uh, mm-hmm. because I worked in the motorcycle industry and selling like everybody around here in Washington, especially not a big deal in warmer climates goes to a higher windshield because it's really freaking cold here and a lot of rain. And so we replace these all the time. And we told people typically get the windscreen from there. And if you're in order, at least if you have like a windscreen that uses six well nuts, order at least three replacements because they do go bad. They do wear out over time, just like any rubber bushing does. And the ones you get OEM, the Japanese ones from Honda, Suzuki, Yamaha, Kawasaki, whatever are way better than the generic ones like night and day. And the biggest reason we found in theory, and I have no scientific evidence to back this up. I'm not project farm, but our Mm -hmm. theory is, is that, the UV stable the the UV light hits that plastic because it's right on the windscreen. Mm. When that goes through the it windscreen, it. it cracks it yeah. really fast on the cheap Chinese junk. Yeah, and it is it's junk. Um, so as tempting as it is to get a hundred for ten bucks on Amazon, go get the OEM ones that came with your bike if you're doing that. And I said they have a ton of other uses too for putting on stuff because they're a really good anti vibration mount. So think that's why they use well nuts and not rib nuts uh, because bikes vibrate a lot. They don't so much now, um, but they used to. So. I, I want I want to kind of go into bikes a little bit on two topics. Mm-hmm. One, 
Um, I went to Leavenworth on was it Friday? Mm-hmm. Friday? Okay. Um, uh, beautiful drive. Uh, there wasn't much snow in the past, but as we were coming back and coming into Monroe and things like that, and it was a nice. It was nice days on Thursday and Friday. Yeah. Was every person out on their motorcycle? Like I yeah, because it was like sixty degrees. So many motorcycles out mm-hmm. there, it was insane. And then I get home, I'm like, oh, I'll take the monkey out, and it started to rain. <laughs> but on that topic, um, you know, do you, have you heard of Ghost Rider? Oh yeah. Okay. So if you don't know who Ghost Rider is, go on the internet, go on YouTube, look it up. Do not, I mean, caveat, do not do what he does, do not things. But the Ghost Rider is back. <laughs> um, yeah, supposedly. And so nobody really knows who Ghost Rider is. Ghost Rider's a very- But he has merch, or they have merch. Yeah, it's kind of like fan merch. And it's, Ghost Rider is like the, in the motorcycle world, the original like hooligan yeah. in Europe. But like, there's a different kind of thing. Much like drivers, there are- European level racing drivers, and then there are European racing bike drivers. Yep. And we have some amazing motorcycle riders in the US, don't get me wrong. But anywhere the Isle of Man exists kind of puts you on a different level. And Ghost Rider is one of those guys that will be like running from the police while dragging his knee through the corner at 180 miles an hour. Or doing, a, in this latest video, doing a wheelie at 130 miles an hour on what we believe, because we're trying to see the signs on the road, is a Swedish freeway on this one, while being chased by a motorcycle cop that was keeping up. Yeah. So, you okay, the, the premise is, it's somebody, they go out, and, and again, this has been going on for so many years. We, we, oh, since sure, I was in the industry, 20 we're plus years. pretty sure it's multiple people. If it's, yeah. not, if it's the same person, like Dan said earlier, they're probably... A professional somewhere but in this latest one i was watching a review video of it he's racing on a free they are racing on a free i would love it if it was a woman that would be so cool um <laughs> they are all racing, your metroid childhood know, fantasies right? coming true <laughs> they are racing on what we think is a swedish freeway there, there's a cop on what we think is a bmw 1200 uh keeping up with them they left them behind um, yeah. And we think it's a black Kawasaki 1000. Like, they've never really... I think, it, yeah, it, it was a Ninja, then it was an R1. I think it's an H1R now. it originally made it when he was driving through, was it London or Paris? That he, Paris. Uh, Paris and in the night. And the, the key is, they're just riding fast. They happen to pick up some police, and then they lose police. But yeah. this is the first one where I've seen motorcycle cops after them. And this, like I said, do not do this. Do not. I mean, obviously, it's interesting No, Legend has the Ghost Rider went away because he died. Yes. Which is what usually happens yeah. when you're evading police at those speeds so. on a motorcycle. But, again, it's kind of interesting. You know, it, it's 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 car and motorcycle lore. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Which yeah. is kind of fun. It's, I mean, it's interesting to watch. I mean, obviously, like I said, I said it a million times people who run from police on motorcycles usually die uh they usually get away temporarily or die uh, so keep that in mind you are 30 percent more likely to have a fatal accident on a motorcycle than in a car yeah yeah as the, riders, the video told me that yeah so anyway but <laughs> that, it is and that's why you drive the monkey pretty sedately 100 percent through downtown Saquami. i've <laughs> seen you but 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 so the I, funny thing about the monkey <laughs> what i love is like you can speed on it but if you full throttle out of everything, you are never really speeding until you, like, <laughs> like there's no, I mean, you can pop wheelies on a monkey all day long, don't be wrong, but it's like, full throttle is not breaking any laws. <laughs> I actually have a monkey story. And, and uh, again, Dan and I do this, we love this. We don't really get recognized that much, but there are times. Oh, yeah. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I was cleaning out the garage, I had the monkey outside. And some people were walking through the neighborhood, and one of, and the guy and the, the girl t- had no interest in what was going on, but he was very interested. And I apologize for not remembering your name because this is going to be a big deal. So he looks at me and he's like, he's like, oh, is that a Honda monkey? And I'm like, yeah. And he goes, oh, he goes, I was listening to this podcast about these guys that took those and <laughs> did. 
Like my call and he goes and wabbed her and I go oh yeah the Avance podcast and he goes yeah and I go yeah it's this monkey and he goes are you kidding me <laughs> and I apologize for not remembering your name uh, your wife was very lovely or whoever you, the, the lady you were with um, she was very tolerant but had a lovely conversation with him but it was so random like I said I ne- the bikes are never outside in the winter and he's like and he comes up and he's like oh I've, I've heard about these and we had this conversation and then he's like kind of he's like I heard about these and they, they, some people can take them off road and I'm like yeah they, they can <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> you don't say so it's kind of funny so are you signing autographs now I'm not signing autographs but it was very random to the point where the bike is more famous than us which yeah. is our, our, our monkeys are more famous I have a stamp so. but it's my signature and we can't talk about it <laughs> <laughs> that's how I sign Dan's checks yep <laughs> so, forehead yeah right on the forehead so <laughs> it was just funny it was random um, you know so I, that's a question I want to ask you, Dan, sure. about the bikes. So, I mean, obviously, with our with our bigger bikes, we've got the plastic tanks. We don't have to really worry about gas savers and stuff like that. Should mm-hmm. we have something in the monkeys, like I, 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 as far as keeping a full tank of gas or not keeping moisture in there? Oh, yeah. Sure, always have a full tank. Okay. But yeah. if you don't, like, it, should there be some gas saver or something in there? Because yeah. those tanks are metal or whatever the hell they are. Yeah. Chinese metal. <laughs> so. Yeah. They're, yeah. Yeah. No, they're, they're, they are. Um. Yes, we absolutely should. You should keep your tank as full as possible. Okay. Um, with super unleaded, um, even though those bikes, I don't think actually take it. They'll run on anything. But yeah, it, just because you want to leave as little room for moisture to be in the tank as possible. Yeah. Uh, it's really because our bikes are stored indoors, uh, and we have really good quality fuel here uh, compared to the rest of the world. I don't mean in general; it's lower octane than a lot of places. But the actual quality is very good in the U.S. We don't have any water in our tanks typically. Uh, because we go through a lot of gas here. So yeah. the tanks don't sit in the ground with empty space well, in them. This is the first time the monkeys sat this long, and, or the Sierra. Yeah, I mean, so, like, yeah. the fuel tanks in the ground, uh, oh, they get the constantly cycled. The, okay, yeah, because yeah, our gas you. stations okay. go through fuel a lot yeah. here. So we don't have the problems that you do in smaller areas where they have okay. tank gas sitting in there for, like, six months. So they okay. don't build up moisture in the ground like other tanks do. But so here, like, our, our fuel is relatively stable. I mean, like, even for, like, a year. Mm. That yeah. is not always the case. That is not best practice. If you if your bike sits over winter, you should probably put a little stable in it. Um, I don't, honestly. I you you should. I don't. I run my bike. I'm starting them. Yeah, yeah I start them. I run them. Yeah. Anytime it's nice out, I'll go for a little spin around the neighborhood just to see how things are moving. Um, but that's more on you than the bike, right? Yeah. How the joints are moving. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Lately. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, not so well lately. I'm but, sorry, buddy. Oh no, I'm. I'm sorry. I'm getting back. Welcome to, to, to my world. Uh, yeah. <laughs> No, um, no, that's good. Okay, I I, I was yeah, curious about that. Like about I said, it. I'm keeping it in the I'm keeping it warm, and in things like that. And I'm, I'm start, I mean, I started a little bit here and there, but uh, it hasn't. Carl, when are you getting a monkey? Yeah. Oh, uh, come on. Benji's next. Benji. I like ben, that other Benji, bike. Benji, if you're now. listening to this, shout out to M squared. Benji, I love you to death, brother. Um, but I, I I don't think I've answered that many questions in in a one hour period in my life. <laughs> oh, I'm but. getting bombarded, but I'm I'm happy for him. Oh, it, I love it. So yeah, good. He'll be of fun ours. to go. Ra- yeah, good, yeah. Uh, Benji uh, M Squared Fitness, who first started sponsoring our podcast from back when we he were Rain City Supercars. First, he was the yeah. he was our first official yeah, first, sponsor first. and friend. Yeah, and he is uh, on the hunt for whoa we, whoa whoa acquaintance. <laughs> <laughs> he should have his own CRF 450 uh, RL 
Same year as yours, I believe, is yeah. what he's, he's going for. And we're going through. He's like, all right, who's got the build? I'm actually Nick has yeah, the build because Nick, Nick, Nick basically started from scratch and built the bike that I would build from scratch. And I love Benji because he goes, he goes, oh, I'll get different color parts so they don't match. And I'm like, Benji, these parts come in black or red. So, you know, it doesn't yeah. really matter. Get what you want. Like, you know, but he's going to, I'm excited. Um, we've talked about Benji. We had his uh, Jeep uh, 392 up mm-hmm. and that was the time that Dan and I and Benji went up there and Dan had the Raptor, Benji had the Jeep and I had the Subaru. And the Raptor and we the got Jeep stuck. Got <laughs> the Subaru is just like, you know, because I was following everybody. So it was yeah. kind of fun. Yeah. But like, yeah. I'll just wait here. Yeah, I'll just be here, guys. So I'm I'm like, cool, I'll slide so, off the road. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, so yeah that, that 450 is a nice looking bike. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's really it's, usable, too. It is. Mm-hmm. I, and and that's, that's the first thing I told him. I was like, get a throttle tamer. I was like, I have one for him. Oh, so, good. Yeah, oh, I have okay, an extra good. one, okay, actually, because okay. my bike came with one. I didn't that's realize the, it, and I have extra. The, that's the one thing, if, if you're looking at those bikes, the, the, the stock throttle, the stock tube is just so twitchy. So Yeah. Yeah. But, Mine's um, twitchy because of the tune. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Mine's tuned but, to, like, full speed all the time. So back to this. When are you getting a monkey? Yeah. Don't make me call your wife. <laughs> I know she no, yeah. <laughs> That beautiful, beautiful. One. Actually, I would love to hear about your M2. Carl has yeah. a new M2, and it is that's gorgeous. A good, that's a better question. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've had it uh, quite a while now, six or seven months. Yeah. No, it's good. I had some winter tires put on, which uh, made a bit difference. Those four S's were not <laughs> 460 what? brake horsepower yeah. rear-wheel drive living in the valley. Yeah. It was a bit, it's good around the roundabouts in North Bend on the way to Hookstotter in the morning. No, I, it's, it's a very capable car. I mean, it, you know, People are hit and miss on its looks, but it's it's fine by me. It's aggressive. It's got attitude. You and I have talked about that. Yeah. What's the color of the car? Zanfort blue. Okay. Online? Eh. In, In person. Per- I remember when you drove down Dan's driveway, yeah. and I was like, oh, my God, it's so beautiful. Yeah. And my favorite thing about your car, and we should talk about it, are the door panels inside. The red, the M Sport, like the red yeah. and red. That's so cool. Yeah, what I know. I mean, co- I, what's I, that color again? Zanfort blue. Zanfort. Zanfort blue. Yeah, and it, it's, you know, it's one of these things, yeah. you know, there's, you know, you have that analog and digital divide as well. People like that analog experience and all that, but everything just works. Mm-hmm. The whole electronics, the dashboard, you can dial in the settings, M1, 2, M setting. It's well, just... you got the M buttons on the got wheel, got the M right? buttons on the wheel, right? You can just dial in little, like, they're like paddles and you can configure them. Yeah. I, and and I, there's, mul- there's so many configurations to tune the car to your driving style it's uh it's just incredible and it's a very very quick car yes i mean it's we've talked about the two a lot uh Mm. because it's one i think it's the best bmw they make today um and i don't mean to say that i dislike other bmws because i don't i like them a lot actually Mm. including the new m4 m3 like all the m cars are actually even the I take his car over an M3. Yeah, yeah me mean, too. Me any too. Day. And the reason, and it's not just because I think it looks better than those other cars by quite a bit, but the fact that I think it, because of our age group, this is still the only true BMW we grew up with. BMW, like every brand out there, because of not be just because of how they are, because of crash safety standards and EPA and everything else, they've gotten fat. Everything has gotten big and it's gotten heavy. Yeah. And the two talk about mini. Yeah, yeah, and, and so the two series still has that true BMW feeling of like really rigid, really tight, really light, really just like even the even when they first came out with the two series, I was like everybody saw the two series and they're like that's what the M3 was supposed to be was the two series, and yeah, now the M- everything's. I mean, you look at the M4 now. I mean, they they are big cars. Yeah, you know, 
and you know this is just it's got a good size it's good round town it's very you can make it very docile you can make it very it's sporty a, just it's the stick though is it not no i i yeah. i didn't go for the stick the again it's what that analog digital i mean the you know the the eight speed you know transmission that's in there and the way that it shifts gears and i you know i like to drink my coffee in the morning as well i don't want to be sort of trying to drive no handed while i drink my coffee you know but you know, to me, I, I suppose, often asked the question, you know, I consider myself like a technologist and I like to push in everything I do. I like to see see what the latest tech out there is. Not, I don't really hark back to to the you know, the old days of analog. You know, if, it, if it's new, I want to experience it and see how, much, how the engineers and materials are being pushed. And this car just pushes the limits on, on everything. I mean, there's some good articles online around how BMW optimized for the, for the aero versus its looks with this one. And on the previous generation M2, there was some styling that actually affected the aero. And, it's and, so much longer. Yeah. Which I think is so cool. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah it's, it's, it's a very, very capable car. And... Um, I like the the box style fenders yeah. they went with. Like, I wish more cars did that because those... It reminds me of the E30 throwback of the M3. Yeah, and, it's funny... Hmm? You know, like, and it's got a small kidney girl. Yeah, it's like <laughs> yes. when when you look back at the cars from you know you go back to your childhood and you, you think of the cars that you like. You know, I like the Lancia Integrale. You know, yeah, absolutely, oh, yeah. yeah, it's still boxy. Do. You know, the yeah. e, the E30 M3. It was boxy, and you know you look at you look at a lot of the cars on the market these days. They're basically a variation on an egg. Mm-hmm. If you if you draw an egg, yeah, and then. And they've just been in the wind tunnel and shaped yep. and sculptured. Minus a Koenigsegg. They all look the same because it's the most yeah. efficient. And there's some funny memes online now where people are comparing and contrasting, like, different cars, right? Um, but, no, I it's uh, it's good fun. It's a beautiful car. Yeah. I think, I mean, uh, I know you, you know, we talked a lot with you as you were talking about getting cars. And you had your, what, you had a three or two, what was the, what did you trade in on this? I had the 240M. Which was a great car. Yeah. It was a wonderful car. Yeah. And BMW graced you with this a little earlier than you thought, but it was uh, yeah. no, an absolutely beautiful car. This, this one came early. And, um, you know, I keep joking with London at BMW, Seattle, and Mark Harrington, who I bought the car off. And I say, you know, if ever the M3 Touring comes to the U.S., yeah. Just put my order in. Don't even bother ringing me. Oh, the four-door wagon? The wagon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just, on that list, too. <laughs> I'm on that saying, list, like, too. Put, yep. put me on the list. Don't even call me. He's my credit card. I think it will. I feel the same way about the RS3. Give me yeah. an RS3 mm-hmm. Avant. Like that's the one I would. It's, I've said that's probably the one car I would pay over ADM for because it's the it fits so well. The RS6 I love, but it's too big for me. But I think that I think Audi listened finally to people. I think BMW. I I mean I think Audi that's, proved that's, proved that the American market will buy wagons. Yeah, I don't. Think, I, I know. don't know how many RS6s has actually got sold. Ultimately, whether it was like a Halo well, car, most of them are here. <laughs> yeah, and you know the. <laughs> yeah, they seem to be sticking sticking on the dealer forecourts a little bit now. I see a few. Yeah, I see a few people like advertising them. So I don't know whether sure. like you know the initial pent up demand has been served now. Yeah. They they haven't dropped as much as I thought. I actually was looking at them today just just for the fun of it. I'm not actually shopping for one, but I went on Auto Traders to see what they were holding for, and they're in the mid 120s for a used one, which is not bad for a car that was 140, 150 ish, and a 20, 30 over. Yeah, and so, but if you look still. at still, yes, um, but, <laughs> used, yeah, yeah. So they they've been holding their value 
relatively well, which is a good sign for the used market because the used market is often kind of how you tell how a car is doing because if it stays in high demand after it's sold, then that's a good thing. Yeah. Hence Porsche selling everything used for more than MSRP. So, um, so that's one thing, but anyway, yeah, the, the new one is they only offer that one trim. I wish they would have done this from the beginning because the RS has like, oh God, like 20 different configurations until 2024. They, they it was insane. Performance version. It's called a Sebring, something special edition. That's a Chrysler. <laughs> uh, no, there is a there is. That's what I'm saying. There's yeah. only like there's like one trim pack now that encompasses everything, and I wish they would have done that from the beginning. Where is it at? Uh, oh, it's under sport models. You know, uh, I just want to put this little note in here, and this is only for one person listening to the podcast, uh, Michelle Graff. Oh. Uh, she sent me a message on Instagram, and, and I'm going to tell you this again, Michelle. I think you need that 2002 uh, uh, yes. Toyota Camry from uh, from oh, Florida. Um, I think, you know, <laughs> uh, obviously they've lowered the price from 13000 down to six. She's going to hate we're, you. We're going to put this photo up as part of this because. I thought you were going to talk about that new mini she was No, 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 no. To. This was. That's hilarious. This is, I, in fact, I even told her, I said, you need to buy this, Michelle. It came down from thirteen five. Um, we will post a photo of this yeah. just because um, it'll be funny. But yeah. <laughs> Actually, Michelle was one of the uh, cohorts on that mini shoot. That, I, I mean, we arrange. Yeah, she, she is the miss. She's Mrs. Minnie. So I yeah, mean, she got the group together yeah. and uh, helped make it happen. We love you, Michelle. We always have. You're one of our best. So yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, are you are you configuring an RS6 right now? Yeah, I was looking to see because it was like if you add the matte carbon package, you basically get every single option. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, they're like one fifty something when it's all said and done. If you add the matte carbon, go package. back up. Well, it's one starts at one twenty five. One twenty five. Okay. Yeah, but that you need that. But it includes it in, the, in that. Oh, I want the suspension. Yeah, it comes with it. You just <laughs> got to add the night vision and the BNO. $5,000 for the stereo system. Wow. Yeah. Speaking of which, I have a, a Q5 rental right now because the R8 and the mm-hmm. S3 are both at Audi. And the stereo is terrible. It's the BNO system in it. It sounds awful. The one in my truck kicks its ass. The one in our 2018 S3, a million times better. The new Q5 BNO stereo is awful. God awful. Just trying to picture Dan in a Q5. It's actually very comfortable. I do like yeah. the vehicle. I do find it also funny that both of Shauna's vehicles are in for service and you get to drive their loaner. So yes. that's nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's well, love the dog, right there. The dog gets the truck. I understand that. I, that's where I was going with <laughs> both that. Both of Shauna's Audis are in uh-huh. the Yeah, in both the of Shauna's Audis are in the yeah, truck, so, not mine. Yes. Well, I know. So, fair enough. It's about yeah. time you got a new truck, Dan. Yeah. Yeah, Dan. Yeah, get yourself come a new on, truck. Dan. You've had a new it's truck. Come on, Dan. In March. <laughs> oh, is it, Dan? Yeah, <laughs> come on, Dan. I'm waiting on Ford. Oh, okay. It's Ford's fault. It okay. is. Fair enough. The 2024 Raptor has the 37 package, mm-hmm. and it included in that package is the modular bumper, which is awesome because I don't have to redo the entire front end of the truck to add a winch finally. They learned. Yeah, okay. Ford pulled their head out of their ass after 10 years. Dan's passionate about that. I hate Ford. Whoa. I'm a Ford owner. I hate the company. I hate dealing with the dealers. I hate dealing with the service. I hate dealing with the company. I hate their bullshit on well, you can't sell I, your car. This will be really easy for him to buy his new Ford. I mean, no. It sounds like we poked the bear. Right? I know. <laughs> the Ford bear. <laughs> they are just a pain in the ass to deal with. Like, there's yeah. bad companies I've worked with in the past. Nissan with the GTR and like, uh, I guess somebody will work on it. Here you go. Like, still a joke. Um, but for you don't know, even Dan, worse. Dan is standing on an Apple box while right now, right, yeah. right now. Yeah. <laughs> At least with Chevrolet, they figured it out with the Z06. Like, Hey, maybe we shouldn't send it to the lube tech who will forget to tighten the oil filter. We should put those to somebody who knows what they're doing. But with Ford now, 
No, Ford has been a, just a pain in the ass to deal with every step of the way. Not my dealer, although forgetful, they have been really good to me. But the dealers here have been terrible across the board. And I won't name them, but basically every dealer in Simcoe. Well, they know you're a super podcast influencer. Oh, totally. Um, yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, you yeah. got to pull that card. I never do. And I'm the guy, and I, we've talked about this in the podcast, I bring like beer and donuts for the crew when I'm there. And I mean, they still weird. take all day. It's weird that he does it at 8 in the morning, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I they do. <laughs> they can drink all day. Yeah. Um, that's but, why he never gets the work done. That's true. Yeah. That's, they've had the beer for breakfast. Boy, the, you know, I think you just figured it out. So Dan shows up with beer and donuts at 8 in the morning, and then he wonders why his Ford <laughs> truck isn't done right. Why his nuts have not been lubed. <laughs> <laughs> why, yeah. Why your, your, nuts, your nuts haven't been lubed. That's a good question, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> It's, so they've been exceptionally slow and unresponsive across the board. And so why? Why why buy a new truck? Why buy a new Raptor? There's, I don't feel like there is anything else on the market that fits that gap like the Raptor does still. Okay. You can talk about the TRX, but I don't want eight miles to the gallon, and I don't want a, a knob to turn to change my gears. I don't actually like Dodge that much. Uh, as far as their trucks go, they make they're fine. I just don't want one. Just have a, to be on a, a level of, of hatred for Ford. Where's Dodge? Eh, I just it's just not my preference. <laughs> okay, I don't actually. I, I like the way the TRX looks. Actually, oh, I, I do just too. I don't. It's the same reason I'm not buying a Raptor R. I don't as much as cool as it is, and I do think it's cool. I don't want a massive 720 horsepower truck because I actually drive it. Let's be fair. You want a 700 and more, but I don't you don't want, want to drive it every day. Yeah, I don't yeah, want to spend. You, yeah. Half yeah. my life at the gas station, sure. and the Raptor is already not getting great mileage. But I average about 17 out of mine, actually. Uh, which did, is amazing. Did you see that video I sent you on Instagram of the uh, F two fifty with the Raptor suspension? Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, so I've been back and forth on a Super Duty. Yeah, um, and Chevrolet. I mean, outside of the Colorado, they don't really make a truck that anybody wants anymore. That new ZR two is good looking. Oh yeah, that's on my list. The ZR two yeah. Bison is on my list along with the new Ranger, the Ranger Raptor. Yeah, Ranger. Yeah, Ranger Raptor. Yeah. yeah. Does it have to be a truck? Oh yeah, yeah. It has to be a truck. He's even convinced me. Not like the new Land Cruiser or anything like that. No, no, because I got to pull the trailer. I have that twenty foot enclosed trailer to pull the Audi. Ugh. Oh yeah, you don't know about that conversation. The fact that like he's talked about oh, instead of a Raptor doing a two fifty. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I thought I thought I would do an F two fifty for yeah. three fifty actually for a while. Yeah, but I can for what I'm towing and the weight I'm towing at. I'm going to be happier with the Raptor now that he's the pit crew of a beautiful woman with a beautiful R eight. You know, you have to have the right he's, towing rig. He's found his. I don't yeah. blame him. Life. I don't blame him. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I just need. So, uh, uh, I still need my BAC mono, and then I'll be good. So then I'll upgrade trailers. Pull the thorn out of your paw. You'll find one. Uh, oh, I'm looking every single day. <laughs> I know. I'm not even kidding. I have like I, I start my day with like bring a trailer and then BAC mono for sale. How much does it cost to import a BAC mono? Yeah, but then he Europe? definitely turns that off and gets back to his real work. <laughs> I did it before work. <laughs> a BAC mono. Yes. Yeah. Do you not know? Have I you heard not, the story. Have I you did, not been listening to this? I did. I did. I did. I just what? not sure I can picture one. I feel like I feel like this really is, this of is the all car. of us of our, our our best friend Carl. Yeah. So yeah, this this is the car. Uh, this is the car I bid on. It's a go kart. You have to wear a helmet and lost. Also, nobody can go with him. It's a one seater. <laughs> yeah. What will you do with that? Take it to Dirtfish. Oh, no. Sure. I'll <laughs> <laughs> off that. No, I, I will road trip it like anything else. Uh, yeah, like, I mean, it's... The rest of us have to, <laughs> to haul his luggage, but yeah. Actually, you know, it's funny. You asked me this a couple episodes ago yeah. about why I was so obsessed with this car, and it finally hit when I had to stop and answer you because I hadn't really figured it out in my brain why I needed this so badly, like more than anything else Need. I've ever... Well, <laughs> no, it really, it has. I will say this. And on a, on a truly thing, it, Dan has gone from a want 
and he's worked his very hard, and it is a need now. It has become a need. Yeah, I have been for since I started riding street motorcycles, like super bikes. Like when I my first got my first super bike, I have been chasing that rush I get of it. being yeah. in that zone, and this is as close as I can get to that. And so. I think some people look at this and see the absurdity, and I admit the absurdity for a single-seater car with no windshield. I admit nothing. And no heater and no roof and all that other stuff. But for me, I'm like, this is far more practical than a motorcycle and a lot safer, and I can get the same, almost not almost the same, power-to-weight ratio with way more grip and a full carbon fiber and steel cage. And so for me, at my age and at my place in life, this is just a way better way to get into that, like, zone as so you're going to continue to f- try and find one or oh yeah 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 if i'm gonna you know i've actually looked at there's a couple for sale in europe and so you can import them pretty easily because it's the same car europe u.s you just ship it to bac and have them put anything on there's out. nothing to be put on oh it meets the same standards because it's they they manufacture them in such low qu- quantity that it's the same as like the aerial atom they oh. don't have to meet the same standards okay and so it's not it doesn't if they're in like a really weird legal loophole which is pretty cool so, Somebody will close it. Don't worry. So it's like a, it's about a three percent. Um, you have to pay uh, import tax. You have to pay duty on the car, and then yeah. you have to pay about two thousand for shipping. So if I could find the right one, but these oddly have a much higher resale in Europe than they do in the U.S. Oh, so it's more expensive for, to buy a car there. Yeah, about fifteen thousand more. So uh, I'll keep looking though, because if one shows up in Europe, I talked to. I finally kind of weaseled my way into the BAC mono owners group and been like hey i'm seriously looking for one of these not a fanboy like can you help me find one and you know i'm within budget because they're like hey you can get a new one they're four hundred and thirty thousand. wow fully option what's the hazing process like to get into that group? <laughs> no <kidding. laughs> uh i think once we'll realize that you're not just like yeah kicking tires you actually want one and sure. you're a serious bidder they're more willing to talk to you which i understand completely because there's probably a lot of people who are like i'm gonna get one of those Here's my five dollars in my bank account. <laughs> you have so, five? Ten today. Got paid. Are there any alternatives or is this the no. one? No. Is this or nothing? Is this or nothing? I looked at the atom and I love the atom. I love the atom. But because of the fact that it is not a center single seat, you get a very different dynamic in the car. And KTM crossbow would be close. Yeah, it's also two hundred and seventy thousand dollars. KTM crossbow is two hundred and seventy yeah, I've and seen one in my life. So that's the old one. one each. Yeah, like one each. I mean, come on. That's right? the old one. The yeah. new one you can get two hundred twenty thousand. That comes with a roof, though. It does. Yes. That one, I would love to have that. But yeah. even even then, it's. I mean, that's about as close as I can get. This is a. This is my four wheel motorcycle. Okay. It's my four wheel super bike. So it's like track days. I, I'll I'll drive it to freaking Utah. I don't care. This is a Moab in a day car. It just means somebody has to follow him. So like to carry diapers. Uh, clothing, uh, water. Anyway, yeah, just all the life essentials, really. Hey, unrelated to this conversation, yes. yeah. How would your forty-four-year-old back do in a mono right now? Not right, right now, not so great. <laughs> okay, right now, even the <laughs> Raptor is not so great. Oh wow, okay, yeah. fair enough, fair enough. Have so like, this is the reason this is so special. Click on the the, the hood of it right there. Keep going up. Oh, uh, it's Pastrana, Randy Pope, uh, Randy Pope, Andretti, Andretti. So that's oh, why that's why that went for big money. So. Well, this one, this is like a this car new was optioned. I found out to like three hundred and sixty thousand dollars. Well, also also all carbon, and it was painted after the uh, Mercedes. Uh, yeah, AMG. the only option they oddly didn't go for is the carbon ceramic discs, which I don't know why. But I mean, 
when you're doing this much, I was like, why not? But anyway, there's not even that, they're not even that expensive because they're standard AP racing configuration. Everybody runs out of money sometime, Dan. I guess. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Well, you'll get it. You know, I'm sorry Santa didn't bring it to you this year. So, yeah. You know, yeah. It's all good. It would have been a stretch to get it this year. It just means hopefully if things go as planned, it'll be easier next year. I got Dan a McLaren F1 for Christmas. He did. <laughs> did you? I did. What scale? Uh, Lego Speed Champions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. It is, and it is a center seat, uh, three-seater uh, McLaren yeah. F1. So, yeah. No. Um, well, I mean, it'll come around. Something something come out there. Like I said, I think the word getting out there and the fact that you're a serious buyer. So, Yeah. Could you put your pants back on, though? I don't yeah, want to start. Sorry. Just put the pictures on the screen yeah. and things happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that one does look good. Those, right? That Patronus Mercedes color scheme just pops. Yeah, And I'm not even a Patronus Mercedes fan, per se. I like them just fine, but I was like, I don't care. So, Carl, what's next in your stable? What are you looking at? Yeah. What's you know, uh, I'm settled with what I have at the moment. Um, we don't even know you anymore. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, it, it's a good question, like the pricing. Like, the, you know, the M2... It's only seventy thousand. I say only, but you know, for what, for but now, for what you're getting, for, for what yeah. you're getting, yeah. right? I mean, it's it's only a shade more than like a Civic Type R or something, or a Toyota yeah. Corolla, um, which to me is sort of still a little bit tinny. I mean, that that new Acura Type S is getting great great reviews, but yeah. it's still a four door. Yeah, like yeah, the new Integra, yeah. the new Integra, yeah, um, looks pretty sweet. Did you ever think Integras would be that expensive? Like, think about to the '90s when we were. Yeah, like even the type. What was the type R back? Thirty in the 90s? something was it? Thirty back yeah. then. Yeah, I mean, but, but a regular Integra was like. But you know, I I'd like to get back. I'd like to get a Porsche again. A Porsche one day, but okay. I I want it to be a GT car, and they're just crazy money. You know. Oh, um, I was way off. They were twenty three five when new for the type that's R. That's right. Okay. God, ouch. Yeah. Anyway, what um, do you? I mean, but you have you have the X three for the dogs, right? Yeah, I got an M forty i, which okay. is a, which is a lovely little car. Yeah. 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 So that's a, that's, you know, the, you look at it, the, the M2 and the M40i combined would cost less than a, like a, a Cayman GT4, something like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then, so it's like, how do you spend your money and divvy it up, right? But yeah, that, int- that Acura Integra is getting lovely reviews. It actually looks pretty good, too. Yeah. It did a nice job with it. I mean, for a four-door, I think it's a nice car. Yeah. It's supposed to handle pretty well. Yeah. How is this, is this when we reach out to Wade and go, hey, can we borrow an Acura? It's, oh, that's that's just the Acura. That's not the Type yeah, S. Yeah, but I mean, still. fifty one nine ninety five. That's not bad, actually. No. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Acura, in general, has made very usable sports cars. Yeah. Let's put it that way. Mm. Like, I mean, with with the NSX being on the extreme end of the spectrum. What was even the one then? after the Integra? The RDX or RSX? RSX. Yeah, the two-door yeah. with the big-ass wing on the back. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I once ruined one of those for a guy. I may hang around and see if they bring a competition out in the new M2. Oh, there you go. The, you know, I, I'm, I'm with you on that M3 sports, I mean the wagon. I think that would be That so would much be fun. tremendous, yeah. When I look at some of the ones, the bills that are coming out of, or just the stock ones coming out of Europe are just amazing. So, yeah. Yeah, I'd be curious what the, I mean, the M2 is what, 3,800 pounds? And the like competition that. would probably be if tradition serves thirty six. Then well, they're going to take most of the weight out of the interior. You're going to get really thin carbon buckets. You're going to get probably no rear seats. You're going to get well carbon carbon roof. Probably yeah. it's aluminum now, isn't it? No, I've got carbon roof. Oh, you do have carbon roof. Okay, yeah. so more carbon. He's fancy. Yeah, forged wheels. Yeah. yeah, yeah, interesting. I mean, there's so many nannies on these things now. You just said earlier. I mean, like, I mean, the M2 parks itself. 
I mean, why well, you need that technology in the car? Yeah, but you got a bunch of drunken English guys trying to I drive. I mean, literally, the literally, you can parallel park. You know, you you, you it drive. parks itself. Yeah, you yeah, you basically self parking. So you drive past a like a a vacant spot. You just got to tell it you where stop, you're at. You you press a button to kickstart the process. Then you drive forward. And then you stick it in reverse, and you don't touch the steering wheel, and you reverse, and the cameras just take you in. Does the car tell you if the space is too small? I assume so. I've not tried it. <laughs> and the other one it does is like if you know if you go into like a parking garage and it's a really tight space, mm-hmm. it will memorize your path in. So when you want to come out, you just press the button, and it will. That's crazy. I, I have mean, no idea. And what do you need? I mean, yeah, it's all this stuff on a car like an M2. It's it and it's all cameras and it's all weight and it's all electronics, right? Yeah, all that stuff adds up. I'm not and sure. Like the airbags, I mean, they're like the A pillars with mm-hmm. all the airbags in. I don't know what the R8s like, but they look, these are thick A pillars now because they've got what 14, 16 airbags in these now for European so safety regulations. Can you just get in the car at your house and hit it, and it'll take you right to the bar? I think it's getting that way, right? <laughs> right, take you to the pub for your, uh, what is it, what, your bangers and mash? Or? Oh, yeah, shepherd's pie. Shepherd's pie, sorry. Yeah. yeah. So do you guys know what the best-selling car in the world is right now? Yeah, the Ford world. F-150? The world. Oh. As in a model or a make? Volkswagen Beetle. Make and model. It's the, it depends on how up-to-date your information is. And 2023, and my, the best-selling car in the world. It's a Model 3. It's actually a Model Y. Model Y, sorry, yeah. Yeah. Are but you, you kidding me? Nope. But did you see that um, BYD has just overtaken in the Q4 of 2023 more more sales, more deliveries than Tesla? What is it? The Chinese yeah. BYD. Oh. Wow. First time. And they don't sell them here not because they don't think they can market a Chinese vehicle here, which they probably would have a tough time with, but at the same time, the import tariffs from China are too high. I will say this. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I am seeing so many of the Rivian... SUVs now, like I mean, I don't know if it was just at Christmas time or something, but like there's a lot of them on the road. I tell you now. what's an interesting one if we can find it. If you go onto Haggerty's website and they just did like top fifteen cars to coming out in 2024 to look at, okay. some, some an article of that that basis. You look uh, down the list, the bull market list. It, is now the, no, that's it's that's new new forward. cars. Yeah, yeah, 2024. Uh, let's see here. Let's Not collector cars, just the sort of. Let me just go to Haggerty one second. Let's see. What's right yeah, there. and I, I had a you know you yeah these are sort of the one for the prices. It's just the generic like new new cars coming out. Hmm. I'll find it here in a second. Yeah. What were you going to talk about? You look down the list of the fifteen, and as a car enthusiast, you'd be shocked. There's probably two cars in that fifteen that, that you'd you, be interested that in. That you'd be interested in and probably put your own money in as an enthusiast. I'm noticing and and. No fault of them. A lot of people are showing a lot of these strip mines and the ponds and things like that, what it takes to make a battery, and people are starting to, you know, see that kind of stuff. So, who knows? Let's see. Oh, that. I'm on, I'm on. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. uh, yeah, fif- it's called 15 vehicles that will make a big splash in 2023. Haggerty. 15 vehicles. Oh, 15 vehicles that made a splash. Sorry, it's looking backwards. 23. There we go. Move the needle. Okay. Okay, okay the Dark Horse. Yeah, the new I get Mustang that. Dark Horse. I like that. Uh, Integra Type S, yes. What the? The Buick. So I had a conversation with somebody. <laughs> what Buick and Vista the? is on here. 
Yeah, and I I honestly always forget Buick is still in business because I always get them confused with Oldsmobile. I'm sorry, as, is Buick still in business? Right. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, they're still yeah. out there because you, in Washington, you don't see Buicks. And in other parts of the country, you do. Here? <laughs> right. But I'm like, okay. Yeah, I totally forgot Buick is still in business. Oh, the Blazer EV. Blazer. Okay, Corvette. The, the brand. Yeah, I get it, that. Yeah, the Dodge Last Call Challengers, the last of the last of the last Apparently of the last. Apparently, they... Okay, the that one I agree with. The Ferrari Purison. Yeah, I really would love to get my hands on that, like, just to drive it, but okay. Mustang Dark Horse. That yep. is a really... Uh, it, the, the I looks, like the car. Yeah, the look looks yeah. grew on me. I was a little skeptical at first. Yeah. Nope. Kia EV9. Yeah, who cares? Uh, that's uh, another nope. Oh, Lucid Graffiti. Yeah. yeah. Nope. What? S63E. Performance. Huh. Oh, the Cybertruck. It's an odd list, right? Yeah. The Cybertruck, yes, I will give it for media buzz and attention. Did, they did, did Haggerty just go out and talk to all their multi-millionaire and billionaire commissioners and go, what are you driving on a daily basis? Like, okay, okay. I, the Tacoma, the new Tacoma, I am on board with. And the, the new Land Cruiser. Cruiser. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can see those. Somebody from Toyota paid well. The VinFast, the VFA, yeah. What is that? Uh, they're a new, I think they're, what are they uh, Vietnamese, Vietnamese, Vietnamese yeah. yeah, Vietnamese EV startup. Huh. Some, someone just posted a picture yeah. on the. It's not horrible looking. Like I mean, kind of blends in in a Volvo. Okay, EX30. Huh. Yeah, it. it it's yeah, just, you're right. As you look through the list, you see those big, sort of American <laughs> muscle cars are starting to become fewer and far between. European performance cars are not on there. Well, I mean. The, it's, the government it's, is crunching down on that and the fact that yeah, they're not allowed. Allow, I mean, because I think pretty much that last Challenger, last edition rolled off the line. I think they're done, done with they that done. car. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a big price difference here. When you hit that Parasangue, some of those are going for a million bucks right now because Ferrari can't crank them out fast enough. So, yep. But it's still got a big ass V12. It's hybrid. Probably get a credit. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. got suicide rear doors. Um, I wonder if there's a credit on the E Ray. Well, it's an electric car. A hybrid. It's a hybrid. So I'm wondering. That would make a big difference. <laughs> That's the determining factor on if you want an E-Ray. Yeah. It's a, I, it's a very different list. If I you would take a dark horse. Five years ago or ten years ago, right? Yeah. yeah. It makes you wonder what the list will be. A lot of these just seem so generic, though. Looking at these cars, they just blend in their, the landscape around them of just blah. Like, it's not that they're bad cars. They're just... Generic That's, everyday drivers. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to get excited about that, even if it's like, it's like the Q5 I have. It's a really nice, comfortable SUV, but it doesn't feel like I'm driving anything special. But it should feel a little bit because you're driving an Audi. Like that should feel like you have, have a mm. quality brand behind you. Generic stamped on iPod, iPad screen, mm. you know, it's, okay. it's fine. Like I said, I don't have anything bad to say about it. I don't have anything great to say about it either. It's like, Fair it, enough. It's fine. <laughs> There's not. I haven't seen anything like that's come out like that. I'm excited about. Few and far between. Not from the major manufacturers lately. I mean, I, the new. What's the the Mustang? Not the Dark Horse. That's well, fine. That's, it's, the, it's, you're, that's different. That's a yeah, five hundred thousand or million dollar yeah. mid engine. It's all the specialty one offs. But I haven't seen anything. Uh, I mean, even the new Z06. I optioned out a new Z06. The 2024. The prices went way up. Yeah. And I optioned one out to the way I would configure it. So my my C7 Z06 was extremely rare option and it basically this z07 package all carbon everything it was like i checked every box on that car and i think it tipped the msrp at 131 which is really high for a c7 z06 the same options on a c8 z06 250 
no, 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 no. That'd be a zero one. Uh, about one seventy five. So a forty five thousand dollar increase in range in MSRP from one model to the next, and it's a totally different car. Don't get me wrong; it's a different league now that it's main engine, really. Sure. But a forty five thousand dollar difference, I, I'm like, it's crazy. It's, it's like a you, couple of Kias. If you, <laughs> if you go in like the Porsche configurator and just spec oh. out a, a base. Oh yeah, nine nine two C four S. Oh, I tried that. that t- like one eighty or something. They wanted me to put in my credit score, and that wouldn't go far. <laughs> <laughs> so, but like, yeah. oh yeah, you can option a Turbo S to four hundred uh, easily. Is a is a Turbo S worth four hundred? No. Okay, thank you. But not, you know, like okay. if you if you look at some of the just the Carrera S or even the, just the base Carrera, because there's a lot of discussion. You know, some of the people I follow that say you know probably the best value for money Porsche at the moment is to get a base. A, get a base model because the price differentiator oh, yeah. is still a very performant car. I love that base model 911 because we drove it three, three years ago, four we years ago. We didn't need the T. Yeah. I mean, it just, just we drove the, a C4S. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, that car. That wasn't base, but it was, was 140, I think. Yeah. yeah. But which contradicts myself because I say, if you know, I go back to a Porsche, I'd probably want like a GT car. But then you think mm, maybe a 992T. Oh, I'd yeah. take, take a GT4 RS. Yeah, a hundred percent. I don't know if I'd fit in one, but yeah. yeah speaking of uh, Todd and uh, uh, Clark came over the other day, and okay. Todd Brote was driving his GT4 RS, and Clark was driving his 964 RS. Speaking of which, one of the most beautiful 964 RSs oh, yeah. I've ever seen. So, isn't Clark retired? He is. Yeah. Well, he can. Congratulations, do that. Clark. Car, yeah, it's, yeah. It's stunding. But uh, congratulations, yeah. you worked hard and you got your dream car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, it was I, I like to go look at a car and just just for my own taste not a critique of someone else's I'm like oh what would I do just if I had just because it's a fun thing yeah. to think about and I was like I don't know if I would do anything different <laughs> that thing is as close to perfect 964 RS I've ever seen because it's still a driver but has like every right mod you could possibly think of it's just perfect but he then looked, he looked for a long time for that car. oh he did yeah, yeah. it's it's yeah. it's incredible yeah though. Nathan just did a, a a video with Renlist I think on on the 964s from all the way through the, every model. Yeah. That guy knows his stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't man. think anybody knows oh, anything. Unbelievable. I don't know. If he's, he's like the... Uh, um, he's encyclopedic. He's the he's what Peter Gleason is to Alpina yeah. as, he is to, as he is to Porsche. Yeah. Yeah, we have some of the best experts. I, mean, I love picking their brain on stuff. Cause, uh, but the, but Todd was driving his Cayman GT4 RS, and uh, I love his seat inserts, by the way. He did those plaid seat inserts, oh, yeah. and those looks really nice. But what a perfect... Tooth? Are you the houndstooth? No, it's a plaid. It's a blue okay, plaid. Right. Okay. It looks beautiful. Uh, but yeah, that's a, about as close to a perfect driving Porsche as you can get. Because you can still get a GT4 RS, not a brand new one by any means, but you can get a GT4 RS for low hundreds with low miles and with great service records. And you're going to get a low hundreds driving experience out of it. Yeah. Which you cannot say for a lot of cars anymore. Um, the market is stabilizing, but I remember... Is Clarkson or, or not Clark? Uh, is Todd's an RS? Oh, it's a GT4. GT4. Yeah, yeah not an RS. I'm sorry. I was say, I'm you're sorry. not getting an RS for no, 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 no. Yeah, I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. A GT4. Yeah, you're getting a Cayman GT4, and you're getting the. I think you're getting your your equivalent exchange of 100%. money at that yeah. point. Yeah. But like, and nine nine my nine nine one dot one Turbo S, I think I paid a hundred and I think hundred and seventeen. I know hundred and ten. It wasn't as much. And that was, I definitely got my money's worth out of the driving experience. Yeah. Like just for the, the amount of pure speed that car could put down was mind blowing, even compared to the R8. And there's not a lot of cars anymore. I think we're, we're crossing that threshold now where we're not getting the return on investment like we want. Yeah, exactly. Where it's like, I, 
I love the new C8 Z06, but I'm not paying 175 for one. I'm not paying 150 for one. I don't look at that car and see that driving experience. I've driven C8 and it's good. I don't, but it's, I think the base model Corvette is actually a better bang for the buck than the Z06 at this point. And I haven't driven a Z06, to be fair. I think it looks great, but I don't, it would be really hard pressed for me to say a C8 Corvette is worth $175,000. I just, I don't know. Especially when you're into 991.2 Turbo S money for that. And Porsches live up to the hype. You're into GT3 RS used if you're into a 991.1. And that's, you're going to drive something way more special that's going to be special forever. So, I don't know. And you're going to, you know, get a better transmission. It's a fascinating topic about value for money, return on investment. Because, like you say. It's very variable. It is so easy to say, oh, this 992.4 S is only 180. That's a crazy, yeah, it's a crazy amount of money for what is. Well, I think it also like, comes down to the fact of like, if I go on the Porsche website and I spec and I spec a car, GT4, GT3 RS, I'm going to spec it in such a wild, crazy thing. Like, I'm going to lose a lot of value on resale because not everybody's going to want what they I don't do. Want the, they don't want the pink with the orange seats. I would do. Th- I, I would. I'm that that pink is some of my favorite colors. After <laughs> seeing, do you guys remember the green Miro with the blue interior? Yep. After seeing that, I would totally do something like that. <laughs> and the funny thing is, is in a in a car as rare spec as like an RS, like if you could do that in one of those, it would probably hold its value better because yeah. somebody would want that one off kind of crazy combination. Look at look at the what's the that weird uh, checker um, houndstooth, uh, Pasha, the Pasha yeah. interior that everybody wants now, and yeah. the people pay big money for an original Pasha interior, yeah. or they get it redone, they get a new car done with a Pasha, yeah. and I think it's awesome. Like I love seeing that stuff come back. So yeah. you can go a little wild with those cars because they're unique. Well, and I mean, I think that you know you can you can spec something a little less wild than you can go rap wise. Like I was watching, there's a European guy, a YouTuber, I forgot his name, and he he got a he he put every dollar he could on a new GT3 RS, and I forgot what color he got, but it was kind of rare. And then he matte wrapped it, and it really changed the car. Like yeah, so yeah. So we've been dreaming next, and we're looking. We both want to go <laughs> McLaren. Uh, I see because it's kind of on both our lists. Seven fifty or seven twenty. Uh, seven fifty. Okay. But if we can, we'll see how life goes. A well, seven sixty five LT. Well, talking of plaid and McLaren, did you see you no know, Steve who you had on the podcast from uh, Path Motorsports? Yeah, you know they're changing to McLaren next year. Whole seven twenty GT three Evo. They did not know that. Did not know that. Yeah, yeah. You you go check the car out. I um, haven't done a lot of research on the seven fifty of what what you get over the seven twenty. But and are they going to do an LT version of the seven fifty? Because the seven six five technically number wise is better, but yeah, I don't know if they'll do it a revised LT, but the because the seven sixty five is still in the it lost lineup. what eighty kilos or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So, so we looked at yeah seven fifty Spider is probably what will be in the affordable range by the time we look. Yeah, but the seven sixty five LT Spider is really the because the LT cars are. So what you right now need right now is to find somebody that will spec the car <coughs> you want now and buy well it. luckily <laughs> luckily for me kevin on the yeah, phone yeah, yeah hey kevin yeah. yeah so luckily for me that's not hard to do in an lt because a lot of people go for the same options on those because on the are they LT- still doing lts yeah oh well the ones you find online are a lot of them are panda oh, they yeah. go for that white and black because the carbon pops, pops yeah. yeah or they go for the standard mclaren orange which are both on oh, our list that color is pretty good yeah the papaya is that an lt no. no, this is a 750. Oh, okay. But uh, yeah, we're looking at the computer here for everybody. But uh, no. McLaren orange is a very popular color for those. And so we're not looking to, 
as much as I would love a roof scoop car, that's going to be out of our price range forever. Because those are the, those put, are like you can put one of those on. Add a hundred grand any yeah. LT. If you want to see a nice McLaren, pop, <clears throat> just do a quick search for McLaren. Sorry, Path Motorsports seven twenty. They've just they've just done the livery launch. No, just yeah, they just done the press release. Path McLaren seven twenty. Is it this one? No, it has to be. There you go. Faff unveils the livery, yeah. Well, that looks cheap. <laughs> <laughs> look, at, look at that. Wow. Oh, look at, oh, look at the front. I feel like we've seen that pattern on a Porsche before. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Good for them. Yeah. Do you know why? what caused the change? Well, I think... Um, I don't have any inside information. Huh. I'm yeah. putting two and two together. Obviously, FAF is a major dealership network in Canada, and they have most of the McLaren dealerships. Yeah. And I think... Um, but that's a... I mean, they did pretty well with Porsche. Yeah, yeah they won the championship. The yeah. yeah. So... And then... Maybe this will this way they can prove that they can do it with any car. Well, you know, they... You know, my... my I cons- need a new screensaver, so yeah, if we my, could save that. <laughs> my conspiracy theory would be that, um, you know, with... Lamborghini coming to the prototypes next year. Mm. Aston Martin bringing the Valkyrie in 2025 with Heart of Racing. So uh, I Paul, wait to see that. So Paul, who you've had on the show as well, will be sporting manager of the Valkyrie in oh, 2025. I, I am. That's we'll have to get him back on the can show. I just say I love Paul. Yeah, yeah. like I mean, I, I, I now follow Good him dude. on Facebook. It's just he's such a kind, funny dude. Yeah, yeah. So and yeah. maybe McLaren are going to come to prototype, and this is this is. You know their step forward. Hins- yeah, Hinscliffe and Rossi are going to be driving in in Daytona as well. So it's going to be a pretty good lineup. Wow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, obviously I'm a fan. I mean, that's going to be a fan favorite. That I mean, car, it'll I think. do. You know. Yeah. Look, Dan, you can put big lights in them. Yeah. yeah. Baja designs. <laughs> driving lights. <laughs> driving lights. Yeah. 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 That just looks spectacular. I agree. That's amazing. Well, I I, I had not seen that yet, but. Um, well, we will have to welcome them back on the show and talk yeah. about that because uh, I'm excited for that. I, of all the companies that need to make an SUV, it's probably McLaren just to stay relevant in the industry. And I hate to say hate to say that, but I don't think they'll do. They that. need money. Yeah, I mean, everyone else is. I mean, that's Lo- how you make the, that's, that's the Lotus SUV now as well. I mean, yep, Ferrari Lotus. I mean, you just kind of have to 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 fund your racing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can't sell drugs. It didn't work for DeLorean, so. <laughs> Who knew that the guy that made a stainless steel car that goes back to the future was selling drugs? Yeah, so if Paul's listening... We're, we're <laughs> Should we worried about Elon? <laughs> this, this. Yes. I'm a big fan of Elon, and we should work... Speaking of that, have you seen the new Tesla robots? Like, how much it's it's progressed in, like, like a half a year? I'm a little worried. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm a lot worried. Like, like, like what was the movie with Will Smith? <laughs> they look like those robots. Uh, you know what they're using it for first, anyway. Yeah, uh-huh, absolutely. <laughs> so... Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we're getting off topic here, and uh, yeah. we, have, you know, um, this episode should have been out yesterday. So, yeah, we had to yeah. wait for Carl. No, 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 no. I know we did. We, we never. Did. Oh, blame what? me. Blame, blame me. you. Blame the Englishman. Well, well, I mean, this is, should have already gone out, not just recorded. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Adam doesn't know that yet. He does now. Oh, he does. We can edit this bit <laughs> we out. We can edit this bit out. Yeah. I'm gonna no. leave it in. No. Let's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> poke the bear. It's the new year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> poke the bear. Yeah. No. I'd port. like to. Ha- I'd like to say Dan and I had a good st- reason, but like uh, his back hurt last week, and I was 
predisposed. So it's it was like holidays. You know, it was holidays. It was the holidays. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. No, I was literally. I'm not, I was on saying, yeah. a lot of painkillers. Yeah. I slept one day for like 16 hours, not by choice. It sucked. It was like I just was. He's on the drugs. Yeah, it was painkillers and muscle relaxers and yeah. nothing I could do to bring myself together. It was. Yeah, but that was before he hurt his back. So. Yeah. yeah. Totally. <laughs> Yeah, totally. <laughs> Definitely wasn't because I couldn't move enough to pee. Yeah. 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 Well, well, you're back in the saddle now, and it's 2024, and yeah. Oh, and there's a there's the social salish right on your doorstep coming up, right? Yeah. That's yeah. Right. You gonna go? I don't know. I'll probably swing down. It'd be uh, take the monkey down. I, if it was, if it's not raining, I probably will. Yeah. So. You cannot not go. You can roll downhill to that place. Yeah. I wish I could go, but I'm um, you know you're check not in for me. Still, the R eight. Yeah. No, Un- I won't. Unfortunately, I my my beloved and lovely mother is having surgery on Friday, so I'm I'm going to be a good son and make sure she doesn't kill my father. Was <laughs> well, that tomorrow though? No, no. no. Next week. Oh, it's next week. Oh, it's oh next- when is it? When oh, is it? I thought it was Saturday. Oh, no, no. God, it's, we should know no, this. No, it's, it's a Wednesday evening thing. Oh, then uh, maybe I'll be yeah, there. Yeah, it's next yeah. Wednesday. It is Wednesday the 10th. I'm sorry. Wednesday the so 10th. So we will even have another upside all the time. Okay, edit that out, Dan. I'm definitely going to be there. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's a uh, long drive for me, too. So, yeah. Yeah. You're all downhill. I, I am. I am. <laughs> Sometimes when I go to Subway, I just put the car in neutral. <laughs> so, yeah. Excellent. All right. Carl, yeah. thanks for coming. Thanks for Thank coming, you. Carl. Appreciate it good as to, always. Good yeah. to see the studio. Yeah. yeah. It's good to shoot the breeze. It's going to be, it's going to, what Dan's plans are, it's going to be great. So, yeah. yeah. It's got a little, it's, I would say a long ways ago, but it doesn't. It's got the, it's all trim and details now, which is really nice. There's no bats here anymore. Which is no, a, no yeah. there's no bats. There's no rats uh, that I know of. I do occasionally have a lot of birds in here, but that's okay. Yeah. He's kind of a penguin kind of thing. You know, so it's that fun. would be so cool. <laughs> I have a penguin in the studio. I don't want to go into this story too much, but I went to the zoo yesterday, and it was so much fun. <laughs> On that note. I did. Really, I did. <laughs> we were sitting with the penguin. Are you allowed back? Ish. <laughs> so, yeah. All right, All right guys. Uh, for this episode of the Yvonne's Podcast, I'm Nick. I'm Dan, and don't just get there. Enjoy the drive. <laughs>